This episode is brought to you by Turtle Straws. Um, it is a company started by my friend, uh, Mr. Alex Bruce. Um, if you guys have a look back through previous episodes, you'll actually find he featured um, as a guest on one of my episodes, and we went into a lot of detail um, about this company. Um, basically, they make uh, sustainable uh, drinking straws out of straw. Uh, so it's not like paper, where you, you pay your money and you have your straw and it falls apart after five minutes and it feels like you're sucking an old newspaper um, and it also isn't like plastic in that it is a completely natural product um, and does not last a thousand years on this planet. So if you guys head to uh, Instagram and you can find them at turtle at turtle dot straws um, and you can you can follow them, give them a follow there. Alternatively, you can head to turtlestraws.co.uk and you can check out their blog, see what they're um, they're up to um, in their kind of fight to to kind of raise awareness on plastic pollution. Um, as well as all the great, great products they sell. Uh, so yeah, take a look at that. Currently, if you actually go onto their Instagram, they're doing a bit of a deal at the moment where if you sort of DM them uh, with what's happening and everything like that, rather than going through Amazon, if you drop them a DM um, and give them your address and, and sort out the payment, everything, uh, they are selling their box of 50 straws for only three ninety nine. So you guys can have some, uh, as they say, sustainable sipping um, straight from your, from your living room. Because let's face it, we can't go to any bars right now um, but we still do like making the cocktails at the weekend to remind us what is out there. Um, so, guys, yeah, hope you're all uh, staying safe. Hope you're all staying inside. And please do enjoy the episode. Oh, good sound. Uh, good evening, guys. Welcome to the next episode of the After Hours Lounge with myself, Sandy. Uh, hope you guys are all good. Hope you're all getting used to life in lockdown now. Hope everyone's getting a little bit more, I say, comfortable but everyone's just getting a bit into a bit more of a routine um, and I'm sure we will all be through this soon and we can go back to actually being in rooms with each other and doing this rather than, especially for me doing this podcast, rather than having to do everything on a video call. Um, but I hope you guys are still enjoying the episodes. Um, I hope you guys are you know, getting something out of it um, and I hope it's not just me droning on to, um, to myself, basically, or the guest that I'm with. Um, and speaking of guests, I have another guest this week. Um, it is none other than uh, Mr. Jay Hazy. I've known him for a few years. Um, he runs a company called Global Shots. Uh, he does sort of photography and videography um, for the kind of outdoor adventure, active lifestyle sort of industry. Um, I've known him known him for for a few years. He used to be the photographer um, in Vass where I worked, um, and then he has since now gone on to do shoots for anyone from Red Paddle. Uh, you know, a paddleboarding company to Land Rover uh, to Nielsen Holidays. Uh, so it's definitely worth checking out Global Shots um, on Instagram at Global Shots and GlobalShots.co.uk. Uh, they take some bloody nice pictures um, and they're they're bloody good at what they do. Um, but yeah, here is the episode with, with Jay. Uh, please do enjoy. Boom, here we are. Um, hello guys, those of you that don't know me, I'm Sandy uh, and I'm joined for this episode as I said in the intro, with Mr. Jay Hazy. Jay, how are you, mate? Hi, mate. Yeah, good. Thanks. How are you? Yeah, all good. Thank you. All good. We're, we're talking awkwardly as if we haven't just been speaking for five minutes. Um, <laughs> so you're you're where where are you isolating at the moment, mate? You're you're down south still, aren't you? You're yeah, I'm uh, at home on the other way in Cows. Nice, mate. So you're yeah. you're a little bit more out of the way than most people, then at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just uh, laying low. Laying low. Yeah, I think there's not much else to be done. You've got you've got like a dog and stuff, haven't you? So at least you can you can get out and things, can't you? 
Yeah, yeah, I've got a, quite an energetic dog, so yeah, it's good to and you've got get out with her. And <laughs> I think yeah, that's one of the biggest things, isn't it? Like just trying to trying to get out of the house at the moment. And I know you shouldn't be getting out of the house, but at least at least going for your. I've seen like I've seen someone else the other day. Like us as humans, we're pretty much turning into dogs at the moment, aren't we? We're just like yeah. waiting for our daily walk and our meals, you know. Yeah, not sniffing anyone's bums yet, but. <laughs> Yeah, we should probably stop doing that, especially at the moment. I think <laughs> we're pretty mental. Uh, yeah, mate. So uh, you said you have a beer. I've got a beer. Um, what have you? What have you got, mate? What have you got? What have you got? I've got a little um, Peroni. A Peroni. Oh, mate, a classic. Yeah. I ran yeah. out. I went a bit <laughs> fancy. I've got. I've got an Innocent Gun Mangoes on the Run Mango IPA. Nice. Yeah, mate. Innocent Gun's a good one though. From from Edinburgh. It's a sick brewery, actually. Um, but yeah, cheers, mate. We'll cheers through the webcam because we can't we can't be in the same room as people at the moment. Yeah. But so, as I said, Jay, we met first time we met was when I was working in in Vast. This is when you were you were just a photographer um, working for Club Vast. Um, so tell tell everyone. Even I said to you earlier, tell tell myself as well because we've not seen each other for quite a few years. Like how how has that changed compared to what you're what you're doing now? Give us a bit of backstory. Um, yeah, so how far back do we go? So I probably started like Global Shots in like 2010. Yeah. Um, and at the time I was also teaching windsurfing. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, um, yeah, just kind of like, it was quite random because it was, photography was always like a hobby. Yeah. For me. And then, um, just one, one random week decided to like take the camera out when we were teaching the one of the groups to windsurf yeah um and yeah just got some shots of them and then i think i was with um our friend colin yeah and he like you know you do like the debrief and stuff at the end of the day and then um he was like oh jay got some shots of you guys you know here they are like showing them he's quite like probably hate me for saying this but it's quite like salesy <laughs> yeah yeah well he is mate We'd, yeah anyone yeah. <laughs> our salesman colin um but yeah, and then, you know, he sort of persuaded them to just to like, that obviously the guests, like they like the pictures because, you know, the pictures of them windsurfing that they can't get. Um, yeah, and then they ended up like buying like, you know, a CD of photos and stuff like that for like five or 10 euros or something. Yeah. And then um, it just kind of, from that day, it just kind of like escalated and I did sort of less and less teaching and more and more photography. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I went back for like, um, you know, three or four more years and then it, it just started progressing. And then just one, one year, um, just, I don't know what it was, but just decided that probably not going to go back to Greece to yeah. do the same thing. Yeah. Um, so I went back to England and, um, tried to do the same thing, but it was kind of, it was quite different. So it was almost like going back from to to the start when we when I started in England. Yeah, yeah. Whereas you you leave small ponds, don't you? And then you suddenly find yeah. you're in a very large pond. I guess. Yeah. Like the the Vasiliki is obviously like really small little bubble. Everyone knows each other. You know, if you start something, you you, know, you can start it quite easily. And yeah. you know, and then suddenly you're back in England. You're like, you know, where, where do we go now? Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, just crapped on and, um, you know, used all the sort of photos that I had from there to sort of make like a show reel and then just reach out to 
different companies um, to get some work. And then, yeah, it just kind of went from there. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Because you, you, I think that was the year you left and then you ended up doing some work for, for Nielsen, didn't you? Which is like a big sort of tour operator that does the kind of windsurf holidays. And you, because I remember I had friends who worked in other resorts and stuff. And then I think you came to Vass at one point, didn't you? You came back because yeah. you were doing the Nielsen thing there. And then yeah. I, I remember, yeah, everyone going, oh, fucking hell, Jay's doing like big work now. <laughs> Jay, yeah. used, Jay used to just follow me around with a camera and now he's doing all this. And um, yeah, then it just seemed to have gone like from strength to strength with you from there. So you, you started off just sort of doing photos. But then I remember, you know, even when you were in Vash, you used to make like the video, you know, the video of the week and stuff. Were you, did you slowly get into videos as well or was was that is that like a bit of a natural progression in like today's life of being a photographer um yeah I mean there's a lot of photographers that do film as well but I think I think like you know my my passion was in is is in photography right um and I just kind of making the film in Greece just kind of got it was just kind of put on me yeah it was part of the part of the role yeah um, so I kind of learned how to do that. And then when we realized, like when we were sort of set up in England that more and more companies were asking if we did video. Yeah. Um, and obviously like at the time when you have no clients and no work, you just kind of say, yeah, we do video. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Great. Yeah. We do really good videos actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah. And then, you know, we just kind of went in for the deep end and just taught or sort of learned how to do that. And um, now it's like a big part of our business. Yeah. Um, making videos. But um, yeah, I mean, like going back to the, like the Nielsen gig that we had, um, that was kind of like our first big or, or like our first client. Yeah. Since um, like from Greece. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I remember like, um, so my girlfriend, Bethany, who I also work with. Yeah. Um, you obviously know. Yeah, I know that. Um, yeah. We were driving back from Greece back to England on like a road trip at the end of our season. Yeah. Um, and we were like planning, you know, like, oh, we're going to do this and this, like, and uh, have like an epic trip home, like driving through Italy and France and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And then um, we suddenly like got the call, got a call from Nielsen and was like, um, can you guys come in like tomorrow for like a meeting? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we're like, oh my, we're like, oh my god, we can't, you know, we can't make that. And then um, we were like, oh, what about the next day? So yeah, we went back. Like we literally scrapped our whole trip. Yeah, and yeah. Just drove drove back in twenty four hours. Um, like got the ferry from Spain to like Portsmouth. Yeah. Stayed the night at Bethany's parents' house. Like sitting on the floor in the dining room. Like panicking about like making um like storyboards and like yeah, yeah. ideas on what we can do for them yeah and then like the next day driving to brighton and like meeting these guys and just literally you know like completely out of our depth um you know sweaty palms yeah yeah sweat coming like you know when it trickles down down the side of your body from your arms because <laughs> you're like you're like so yeah. nervous and then um it yeah and I just remember like the the lady like it was it was just like four of us in the meeting yeah and um, I remember her saying like just caught me off guard like so what is global shots and I literally had brain freeze yeah 
just couldn't think of anything to say and just like looked at Bethany and just like shrugged my shoulders. <laughs> yeah, so that was um that was quite a you know pretty um nerve-wracking time. <laughs> yeah. I bet I suppose like I guess before that, as you said, like you you'd only ever really done the photos like at Club Vast where you were already comfortable. And you yeah, did. exactly. Yeah. You, and 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 this is like this is with no offense at all, but you really you do become in Vast. It's very easy to be that big fish in a really really small pond, and you you're so yeah. comfortable with where you're going, and you got your daily routine. Like I'm going to go out in the boat. I'm going to film these people. I'm going to take photos of this. I'll do this. And then if you're if suddenly things change and you're you're you've got to go yeah to a massive corporate office and you're like. Someone, yeah, says, and it can be a difficult question. That's like an interview question, like, what is Global Shots? And you're like, yeah, fuck, it's me that takes pictures. I don't know. <laughs> you know we, we seriously didn't even know what it was. Yeah. You know, from one day you're like photographing guests on holiday, yeah. um, you know, and it's all cruisy. And then the next day you're like pitching to actually make like proper marketing content for a holiday company that want to sell like thousands of holidays to families. Yeah. So you're like, I don't know what we are. We do all of it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, I know it's the same of, you know, you ask anyone, no, nobody likes going to those kind of things, you know, interviews, proposals, like since I've, you know, doing the job I do now, like I've had to do it. And I remember my first kind of meetings and stuff. And I was going to like, you know, the cafes in, in the village where I live and I've been there loads of times, but suddenly you're, you're going there with a completely different mindset of like, oh fuck, I need, I need to, you know, I need game face, bro, game face. Yeah. It's it's a really like, yeah, it's really like anxiety inducing and you have to like, but then it's one of those things I've always found, I'm nervous, but then as soon as I actually, a few minutes in and get talking, I'm like, oh, um, you, you get on a bit of a roll and you realize that the person across you is is just a person, you know? And especially yeah. this is like, like Nielsen and stuff, everyone who works for Nielsen and all that, they've all done seasons before and, you know, they all, they all kind of know the deal, I guess. Yeah. So once you once you kind of get through like the, my, someone referred to it once as the gatekeeper. When you get past the gatekeeper, when you get past those first couple of people or those first few minutes, you suddenly just like mellow out a little bit and just sit yeah. back in your chair and you stop sweating. And you know, <laughs> that's why I wish I knew that. Well, I wish I knew that then. <laughs> that's the benefit of hindsight, isn't it? Well, but I mean, yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure you're much better now. Like you and Beth probably walk into these boardrooms and stuff now, and you're like. Boom, 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 boom. You know, you've got yeah. you've got everything in your head now. A lot of it, yeah, it's just experience, isn't it? You know? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, like uh, like now we actually know what we what we're doing, what what yeah. we are. Yeah. So, you know, that's a a benefit. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. know. Exactly. But you know, it it's not like, you know, at the time for you, all global shots was was just you kind of in vast taking pictures and then when they asked you, you're probably like, well, we don't want to just say that, but now you've yeah. got over many years worth of previous work to go, this is global shots. But it's yeah. really difficult when you're first starting out, you know, like, like for myself now with like the social media stuff I do now, I've got a portfolio of like, I've done this for this client and done this for this. But at the time I was like, well, I'm quite good at it. And I promise I'll, I promise <laughs> I'll be, I promise it'll be good. You know, it's, yeah. it's a really difficult thing. Um, but I, I guess I think that's part of the excitement isn't it with these kind of things like doing a kind of going out on your own a little bit and these kind of ventures is 
you know, you're, you're never really happy unless you're like kind of striving for it. Because then, I mean, you, you guys obviously got that Nielsen gig, didn't you? So, I mean... Yeah, I don't know how, but... <laughs> yeah, they, they must have believed whatever you said to them, mate. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then what? And then after that, you just spent that time... You spent pretty much most of that summer, didn't you? Going round kind of Nielsen resorts and, and just doing... You, did you make a video of every resort? I can't really remember. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. So, I think we went to all their resorts in the Alps... Um, so we like drove out in our van and just traveled around filming all their chalets. Um, and then in the summer we'd spend like a week at each of their summer resorts. So, you know, like filming all their, um, activities and making like a cool little edit. Yeah. Um, so people at home can, you know, have a look around the resort and stuff like that. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it was a good, like, it was a good little like sort of starter job. It like really got us, got us going. Yeah, well, I guess it um, automatically gave you a lot of. You suddenly had a lot of content as well to show. Yeah, you. yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, I didn't. I didn't realize you did winter as well. I thought you just went around the summer ones. Yeah, yeah. So we did winter. Yeah, yeah. That's we did. That, that's a lot of work, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's good. I mean, like, um, it was good timing as well because you know we um, we had nowhere to live. Like, we didn't have a house or anything. So. You know, we were kind of like in between our, both our parents' um, houses. Yeah. So we were obviously, like, lucky enough to stay there, and then um, we spent a lot of like a lot of the year away somewhere. Yeah. Um, which was, you know, good because you know, after doing seasons for so long, you don't really want to go back. And I hope my mum and dad don't listen to this, but you don't really want to go back and live with them. <laughs> you don't. You don't want to feel like you're moving home, do you? You don't want to. No. How, where, so where are your parents, where are your parents based? Um, so they live in Silverstone, where okay. the Formula One circuit is. Yeah, yeah, so that, that's, that's like in, inland up towards, sort of, is that Surrey sort of way? Yeah, it's sort of like Northamptonshire. Right, yeah, yeah. That area, yeah. Vaguely. And, yeah, then, so and, then, got... and then your partner, your partner Beth, so I mean she, so you say you, you sort of work with her, so you know, you, you guys met in Bass and stuff and then she came on. I mean, she was always brilliant at like the sort of arty side of it. So what does, what does, what, how does the dynamic work between the two of you now then? Cause that, that must be, I mean, you know, that must, that, can, well, sometimes I guess it can be difficult, but I mean, for you guys, it seems to work really well, but how does that, how does that dynamic work for, for you two working like with each other so closely? Do you know, <laughs> <laughs> Like for me, my girlfriend's a teacher and like, it's brilliant. I'm like, bye. See you. See you at the yeah. end of the day, or see you at the weekend. You know. Yeah. No, it's it's good. I mean, um, I don't know. We, you know, like we get on really well. We obviously understand each other, and yeah, you know, we both like know what what we're good at and what we're not good at. Um, you know, so we've kind of, you know, I guess like, be- like Bethany's taken on the roles that I'm not good at, and I've taken yeah. on the roles that she's not so good at. And then, you know, we've just, we just get on like that really. And yeah, that's quite, know. it's good that you've got that. Like, it's kind of that yin yang thing, isn't it? Cause like, even yeah. I, you know, um, those of you listening, like I, I worked with, I worked with, you, you were already a photographer, but um, the first year that I came out and worked at Bass, Bethany was on the beach. So like I taught windsurfing with Beth and stuff as well. Yeah. Uh, this is when you, you, you know, when you guys were together, but you guys weren't working together doing global shots yet. Um, yeah. And, and I remember Beth, Beth's like super into like the kind of art side of it. And by, by the looks of it and seeing what you guys do on social media, I guess she does the kind of storyboarding and, 
and kind of planning all that sort of stuff. And then you kind of just go, right, well, um, I'm, I'm the man behind the camera, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, so she does a lot of storyboarding. Um, she does a lot of like, <laughs> like chatting to the clients and stuff on the phone. Nice. I don't really like, I don't really like talking too much on the phone. Yeah. Um, Here you are the podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, obviously like she's great at doing that. Um, keeping them happy and stuff like that Um, and also like if when we're on a shoot also like it's really good at like directing the models or the talent and things like that while I'm while I'm actually like filming it because yeah yeah doing both at the same time is really actually quite hard well yeah you Um, end up kind of flitting I guess you're like can you just can you can you just while I just and then and then you just and then you end up not getting done I guess do you yeah yeah, exactly. Yeah. And a lot of our like our sort of style is really like catching those like off the moment, like off guard sort of moments. Yeah. So we'll kind of like do a shot and then the best bits are always like at the end when the people think that we've actually stopped filming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those like natural shots and they're the sort of the bits that really sort of like shine that, through. That's like what, you know, what we use in the end videos because that's like our style. Yeah, well, I think I, I remember you doing that in Bass as well. Like there always used to be a joke, didn't there, about you like hiding in yeah. the bushes somewhere or something like that, you know? Because <laughs> I think I think it showed in your pictures though. Because um, and it'd be interesting to know what you think. Like, so for me, like, you know, I I hate getting my own picture taken and stuff. But like, I think for me, every time I look at a picture and I'm like, oh, it's a pretty good picture of myself. I never knew it was being taken. Yeah. And I, I think that that's an that's an odd thing. Like, I guess it's pretty natural. A lot of people don't. It's not necessarily even that I don't necessarily like the way I look or anything like that. But I guess some people just maybe aren't photogenic, and you you bring out the best of it by they, they have no idea you're even still filming or anything. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. Because so you kind of like you kind of people like to sort of freeze up a bit, don't they, when they're in front of the camera? Yeah, well, you end up overthinking everything. I'm like, am I smile? You know, you forget how to smile. Yeah. <laughs> Like yeah. when you're in the meeting, you're like, I don't, I don't, suddenly I don't even know my own name. You know, I, I don't know how to smile. And like, should my, are my shoulders, are they normally up here or should they be doing this? And yeah, it's a really strange thing to overthink because it's like, you, you know what you look like. You see yourself in the mirror every single day. Like, yeah. But you know, they do say the camera adds 10 pounds. So I guess <laughs> it's, some people it's the same with like, it's the same when we're like filming people. Um, you know, say for example, we're like, um, filming for like a hiking brand yeah and we're getting the models over to like hike up the mountain and things like that and then like all of a sudden they're like thinking about how they're walking yeah they're just doing it weird and it, and it just looks it just looks completely wrong doesn't it yeah and in video you can't really fake it no because you're like because it's like a long sort of clip you're not like freezing the moment so suddenly like you've got people walking really weirdly yeah um, that's the advantage of having like professionals who are used to like working in front of the camera, I guess. Yeah. Well, I think, I think that's it, you know, isn't it? Like, like our, you know, our, our friend Ed, who, who's been on the podcast before, I remember a couple of years ago when me and him both moved to the Witterings, like I got, I got a load of new gear from a, a windsurf brand and I had like a new harness and I was like, Ed, you take a picture of me on the beach with my new harness. <laughs> and he took the picture and he was like, why the fuck are you doing that with your arms? And I was like, in my head, I was just standing normally, but I'd like, I'd like put my arms out like this. And I was trying to make yeah. myself, I don't know what I was doing. I was trying to make myself look, you know, those of you that can't see, <laughs> I was putting my arms out to the side, like puffing myself up. And I didn't even know I was doing it. And the picture, I was like, that is, 
I look ridiculous. <laughs> like, obviously, I'm not trained to be on camera, but I think, I guess, yeah, for sure, that does make it easy. But it is interesting how how much people just overthink, like, yeah. how they how they look. And, it, it yeah, it, it's just completely alien to, like, 99% of people, isn't it? You know? It is, yeah, yeah. Was it, was you need to get a camera out. It's, like, a different game. Exactly. You, yeah, I remember, like, even... Even when we were in Vass and you'd come and do the team photo shoot, suddenly everyone would be like, oh, look, you know, doing yeah. the hair and like sucking the cheeks <laughs> in and like, mm, you know, all this. And it's like, what are you yeah. doing? Everyone, everyone does. <laughs> but I guess that's, that's, you know, there's a lot to be said about that and social media and all that stuff as well, isn't there, you know? Yeah. Putting out. But I guess, yeah, that, that must be pretty satisfying for you, especially now moving on. Like you must get to work with some like pretty pretty good people you know people that are pretty high up in their field now don't you yeah yeah we work with um obviously like every sort of crew is different yeah um depending on the client and stuff like that but um yeah we've worked with some really cool people um really like creative people and um you know like athletes as well that are like the top of their top of their game and things like that tell me tell me about how I mean, uh, I think I know, but how did how did Lewis Hamilton come round? Because you did you did a photo shoot for Puma with Lewis, didn't you? How how did that come round? Yeah, so um, I was doing the I was doing the video side of it, and then um, so the photographer there was a photographer and then me, and yeah. the photographer got me on the shoot, um, which is very kind of him. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was like it was a shoot for Puma. Um, it was in somewhere in. Spain I can't remember now but it was it was pretty it was pretty cool like just you know like um Hamilton just like arriving by helicopter no way two hours two hours late <laughs> but no one cared because it was him yeah and then obviously like he only had like four hours spare um and then he like went straight into like hair and makeup and then he came out and we like shot him doing like different it was kind of like um, it was in like a derelict church, yeah. Because um, he's religious, and the story was, you know, like he's working out and like keeping fit in like the new Puma clothing, right? Um, so yeah, that was cool. But it was like it was, you know, high pressure. You, you get like one chance at this, and yeah. you, you know you can't like ask him to like reshoot something. Um, is that is and, that, you know, that is that the most like high high pressure kind of job that you've done would you say I think so yeah it was only like it was a day long but I think I probably slept for like a week after that I was literally <laughs> I just, you know like quite nervous the night before um and like constantly like before I arrived I was constantly like checking all my kit to make yeah. sure it was like ready to go like I had batteries like memory cards and like all working fine because I didn't want anything to like mess up in front of him Oh, can you imagine? Oh, yeah. And then, um, yeah, I had to do like a little, like an interview with him. So someone else was like interviewing him, but I was filming it yeah, um, for some social like edits and things like that. And then, um, yeah, and then he went and then we all went back to the hotel and everyone was just like, took a really deep breath and was just like, oh God, I'm so glad that's over. <laughs> oh man, that's crazy. But was he like, what was, what was he like? Was he, was he a nice guy? Was he pretty chilled? yeah. Like, I don't know, it was like, because um, we arrived late, it was all like quite sort of, yeah, it was like all rushed and like everything was like rammed in to whatever time we had. Yeah. He didn't really like say much. 
Um, we didn't like have conversations and stuff, you know, because for for him as well, it's like he's at work. Yeah, of course. Um, you know, and he probably, well, he does like shoots all the time. So he's probably literally like in his mind, he's like, right, get in, do the shoot, get out and get back to what I was doing. Yeah, exactly. Kind of thing. He had like his manager there and his like personal like hair and makeup person. Yeah, yeah. Like that. So it was just like him and his crew, him and his like two two people that he brought. Yeah. Um, but then, the, yeah, then there was like, you know, it was kind of like sec- loads of security like outside the church. We we're in like a tiny little village outside yeah. of Barcelona. Oh, sick. Um, yeah, and then we, we ended up like doing a few shots outside, like in the cobbly streets and stuff, like running through uh, over the bridges and things. And then like all the local kids started coming out and watching. And then like at the end, like he was like, like giving them his autograph and stuff like that. So that was really nice to see. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. At least he's, you know, at least he's given a bit of, t- bit of his time back, which is nice. Yeah. Yeah. But that was, yeah, that was good. I was kind of glad it was over, but, you know, excited before it. Yeah, it must be, it must be one of those things like, it's just that like super high intensity, like, as you said, like day where it's just like boom, 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 and you've just got to smash it all out. Yeah. And then, yeah, as soon as you're finished, as you said, you just, you literally sleep, yeah, sleep for a week. Yeah, just um, collapse. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's it's, an inter- it's an interesting way of, of working, I suppose, isn't it? But I guess everyone does that kind of thing. Everyone's always got, oh, we've got the boss coming in next week or we've got this happening, but it's just slightly different with you and almost more intense for you because it's your, you've got your name on the project, haven't you? Or on the yeah, video, yeah, exactly. something like that. And, you know, it's pretty, pretty high profile, Lewis Hamilton. That's, that's about as high as it gets, really, isn't it? Yeah. I thought I'd be able to retire after that, but. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That <laughs> yeah. And here we are. Um, <laughs> that's cool. Like, I mean, like every, every shoot is like, every shoot is different, but they're all really intense to yeah. your normal sort of like day-to-day life so like if we're at home we'll just you know we'll just be like editing videos or photos and like you know walking the dog quite chilled and stuff or like planning like the next shoot but you know we're like in charge of our own time yeah when we're at home and then like you go on to a shoot and all of a sudden it's like you know call times like five in the morning for like seven days straight and then you finish at like nine or 10 at night, depending on if, you know, if it's summer or winter or whatever. Yeah. And then, you know, you, you back up all the footage after that. And then you go for dinner at like half 10 at night. And then you're in bed at midnight and you're charging all your batteries. And then you got like do it all again, starting at five. Yeah. And like you're with like a group of people that you don't know for like seven days. You know, you're having breakfast, lunch, dinner. You're working with them. You're like directing them and you know hanging out constantly and then all like when it all ends you're like back at home just two people you know just me and Bethany like all calm so it like goes from like full intense like carnage to like it just would would yeah but that Uh, that must be so nice for you for you and Bethany because you like because you guys do that together like that must be that must be a real a real positive of like the way you guys operate because you know that like when you get back from work or whatever, it's not like you've got to fill, say Bethany did a completely different job and you've got to get back and explain to Bethany all oh, what you've just been through and why you're so tired and oh no, I can't be bothered to go out for dinner and all this because you're literally in the same boat. So you, yeah, that must be quite nice on your, 
on your kind of well-being to know, right, we're home. All we're going to do for the next few days is like we'll, we'll do a couple of hours, you know, a few hours of editing and we're going to walk the dog and we're going to watch Netflix yeah. and we're going to, you know, do that. And then, yeah, it must be really nice to be in, in the same boat together. Yeah, it is nice. Yeah, I think we're sort of, I think we're very lucky that, you know, we kind of get sort of, I don't know how to explain it, but we, you know, you just kind of, because it's both our, it's kind of both, you know, it's both our business. You know, yeah. We both own it now. So, you know, it's both kind of like, what, whatever we put into it, we're going to get out of it. Yeah, yeah. You know, got, and if we go on shoot and just, you know, act like idiots, we're not yeah. going to get any more work. <laughs> no, exactly. Well, you, you've both got just as much to gain out of it, haven't you? So, yeah. Or, or just as much to lose, depending on which way you look at it. So if you both go right, let's for the next week we're out we you know we're up in scotland doing a shoot or whatever let's go and absolutely power it and it's going to be knackered and we're going to get five hours of sleep a night but we know at the end of it we're going to produce something really good and we're going to have let's take 10 days two weeks before the next shoot and just decompress yeah yeah exactly yeah and i think that's that that's that's epic that you get to do it do it together i suppose in a way because um, I was interested, I was interested about that dynamic because it is, as you, well, as we said, like it, it is quite different to a lot of people. There's probably not many people, especially in your sort of industry, where there, or maybe you can answer it. Like, you know, are there are there a lot of kind of like couple couple teams that do it, um, or is it more is it more just like a group of mates kind of thing? Yeah, it's like there's not really off the top of my head. I can't really think of any other sort of couples that do it. Yeah, but. Um, you know, it's it's a lot of like individuals um, or or sort of mates. You know, yeah, like they would kind of like take like a photographer would take an assistant that's almost you know his mate or her mate, yeah, um, someone that they'd trust to do the same job really. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like so many people ask ask us like, how do you work with your partners? Like literally all the time. Yeah, and like I just, I'm just like, don't know. <laughs> oh mate, well, to be honest, you're the well, you're 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 the lucky one, mate. You know, if you can, if if yeah. that, that makes it work, and actually, by the sounds of the way you guys, you know, have your your work your work life balance kind of thing, it almost works better that you guys do it together because then you yeah. you you're just that you've got that one team one dream mentality through everything, you know, and you're like, right, let's 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 beast this, and then let's let's chill. As yeah, um, and it means as well if. If during the shoot, if like I know, you know, before this we said, and you know, um, it's one of those things I think we can on the podcast now I can talk about without having to say the words, but like in terms of your kind of mental health and stuff, if you're on a shoot or anything like that, and say you're like, oh, I don't think today went really well, and you know, you're feeling a bit, you know, you said you don't really have, you never really suffered with any problems and stuff, but it's hard to put a label on it, but if you're feeling, I'm sure you have felt this way, but you felt oh, today didn't go that well. And I'm a bit anxious about it. You know, you might have Beth to be able to be like, well, actually, no, it, it was fine. And we'll get the rest done tomorrow. Or, you know, I, I, again, it's not my, not my um, industry. So I don't necessarily know how it works, but in that aspect as well, it must be really great to have each other to lean on. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, that's exactly it. You know, we're, um, you know, if one of us is having a bad day or whatever, luckily the other one isn't <laughs> most of the time so you kind of like pick each other up and um you know because most of the time I'm behind the camera um it's it's difficult to always know what you've captured 
Yeah, because um, you're, so, yeah, you're like so focused, you know, with the camera and trying to get the shot. Mm. Um, but Bethany's like seeing it from another angle. Yeah. You know, and so she can see like, you know, yeah, we've got that because, you know, maybe she's like watching the screen, you know, just in like a bit more like calmer maybe because yeah. she's, you know, not trying to follow anyone or something like that not sort of like in the moment as much as me or like in a, you know, a different sort of situation. Yeah. Um, so, you know, then she'll be like, yeah, no, that was cool. We got that. And then it kind of like just backs up, you know, okay, cool. Cause I, cause like we trust each other. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's just, I, yeah, I think it's just down to trust, isn't it? And then most nights, like um, she would like, back up all the footage or the photos and just like have a quick scan depending on like how much time we've got yeah just we scan what we've actually captured that day and then you know that's kind of like okay cool we've got we've got enough shots of that that's great and then move on to the next thing yeah so I, it's suppose, good, it's good. I suppose as you said if she's like storyboarding it she's probably got a hand of like that side of it as well hasn't she so she's like right she can kind of go through and tick it off while you're sat yeah. there and, have i done this have i done this so it naturally just works really, really well. I, well, by the sounds of it, um, yeah. It's one of those things as well, especially in a couple. I, I find this as well with with me and my partner Heidi. Like we, if one of us is having a bad day, it's very rare that the other one is as well, because you almost you almost kind of get this thing in your head of like, oh, I'm I'm going to try and cheer you up now, or I'm going to try and you're like, I've got to be strong and make you feel better, even though you know me and Heidi don't work together at all. Um, but you know, if one of us is a bit down or anything like that the other one is like I'm not going to be down even if you were necessarily feeling a bit but you're like no I'm gonna I'm gonna cheer you up yeah I guess that that must happen for you guys on on shoot as well you know um yeah all the time yeah and just you know just also in our sort of like personal life as well yeah you know just on a day-to-day basis you know like just you know like that sort of lunchtime lull after yeah. lunch when you're just like a bit like a lizard yeah. I get that quite a lot yeah and, and like you know Bethany doesn't really get it she's quite like she's got quite a lot of energy yeah and really like outgoing as you know and um you know she just kind of like right let's go for a bike ride or something and then all of a sudden like an hour later you've done a bike ride and you're feeling like you're human again yeah yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah no I'm like that's yeah that's eer- eerily similar to me as well like yeah I mean Heidi, my girlfriend, she's a primary school teacher. So she's got far more energy than me. And especially now for me, like working at home by myself, it's so easy for me to just like, yeah, slip into a bit of a coma at the weekend. And I'm like, oh no, let's just, yeah. He does the same thing, right? Unless it's going windsurfing, in which case I'm dragging her out the house. But, <laughs> but yeah, anything else, if it's not going in the sea, she's like, she's the first one to be like, we're going to do this. We're going to do this. Yeah. Um, it's definitely it's definitely good i think having having someone like that having someone to like push you and motivate you to go and do stuff otherwise yeah i think i'd spend a lot more time on the sofa yeah definitely yeah it's also good like like the opposite way is like you know calming people down a bit yeah which sure but i'm quite good at calming her down (laughs) right it's difficult especially for you guys you know if you do have a a high profile client, you know, like Puma or, or anything that you guys are doing, or you've got a deadline and stuff, it is, it is difficult to kind of remain calm and, and keep a bit of a level head. I guess it's quite easy to get a bit highly strung and be like, no, we need to get this done tonight. And this needs to be, blah, blah, blah. 
and before you know it, you've just twisted yourself in knots and you're, yeah, you, you know, and that's, that's almost when more mistakes are made, isn't it? You yeah, know? definitely. Yeah. I think like what, like what you said or what you said you don't do, I think sometimes I'll like, if I can't do something or if something's not working or anything, or even, even if I think I've done it and I think it's good, you know, like something on social media, anything like that, I'll leave it and I'll go back. I just won't do anything else. And I'll leave it for the night and I'll stop working and I go back to it the next day and I look at it and I go, oh, no, that's wrong. I'll just do this. And it works. Yeah. Just taking a bit of a step back sometimes and like, you know, in, with a, a little, a tiny little benefit of hindsight, I think just makes all the difference. Yeah. Yeah. Just you sleeping know. on it and then seeing it again in a different sort of mind frame. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think it's good. And it's, it's nice as well. Like, like you, you touched on there, like obviously when you first started, you were just a photographer and you were doing that. And obviously now that's completely transitioned into like, you're now a full on like business owner as well, you know? Um, so having that with, with Beth as well, that must be pretty good. Having a bit of a partner in crime to run ideas by. Yeah. Not, not just like an acting on those ideas, but actually having someone going, Oh, should, should we take this job? Should we? Cause I guess, you know, you're probably at the point now where you get, you kind of have your pick of jobs um, as opposed to before where you're like, emailing cold cold emailing a lot of people you know um, yeah as is the way when you first start in an industry but you know now you can kind of pick and choose a little bit I guess but you've also got another voice to go actually no I don't I don't think we should do that I think we need some time off or that's the wrong time of year or this um whereas if you're by yourself it can be pretty difficult I think yeah you kind of like I don't know about you but excuse me I kind of grew up like um you know, like it was really hard to say no to things. Yeah. You, you kind of felt like you had to always be working. Yeah. You know, and like if, if you know, if you weren't working, then you're sort of being lazy or something like that. But now, like as as we've got older and, you know, now sometimes we're like, well, actually, you know, I don't need to do that. And I'd rather spend a couple of days walking my dog. <laughs> yeah. I think that's <laughs> just that's, recharging. Yeah. That's interesting because obviously you're, you know, you're a few years down the line for you, but I only, you know, I went self-employed in, in September, October and I started. So I'm still in the first six months of, of me being self-employed and stuff. And I'm, I'm at the point you said first, I'm at the point where I'm like, yep, I'll do it. Yep. 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 Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I think I've still got like, not that you don't, but I've still got that like full on hunger for it. And I think maybe I'm still trying to like prove myself and cut my teeth a little bit. Um, but I still have, you know, like, because I'm, I'm up in Scotland with just my mum at the moment and my mum has to like stop me quite a lot of the time and she's like just take a you know it's like Saturday or Sunday and obviously we're on lockdown so the whole world's a bit different at the moment anyway but she's like it's still the weekend stop working yeah yeah exactly your, your clients aren't working but I've kind of got it in my head that I'm like oh I'm no oh, I'll just do a little bit or you know like uh, with this time I'm doing with the podcast I'll do a bit of work on that and she's like just just take take the day to yeah you know, take, take today and tomorrow and just don't do it and let's we'll go for a walk on the beach and and all this stuff but yeah i'm i yeah i'm i'm finding that side quite difficult i find it quite difficult to like switch off at the moment yeah um, it's, um, i think it's difficult because like when you work for yourself um you know that the work really like never needs to stop if you know what i mean like it's not yeah. like you're doing nine to five i'm going home at five i can stop yeah. Um, no offense to anyone obviously that's working nine to five no of course but, um obviously like you know when you when you've got your own business or something like that you 
you kind of like always thinking about it and you know you find yourself sometimes working at like nine ten at night yeah just because like you've got your to-do list and you're like I've got I've got to start ticking it off and you know but if, if you know you take if you can take the time out and just completely switch off I think that's really good but also something that um you have to like learn to do exactly and and it's taken like almost you know 10 years for me to learn that really oh wow yeah got way off then (laughs) yeah well you know it's just my sort of it was just my like personality and I was just like addicted to it and like I said like I couldn't say no to anything and I felt like I always had to work yeah but you don't and that's I think that's that's difficult as well I think that that impacts on your your mental health a little bit as well because it does kind of grate on you a lot of the time and you can't ever fully chill out can you like you'll be out with your mates having a few beers or you know even out for a walk with the dog and stuff and you're like I should be I should be doing this I should be yeah you you're like I should be editing I should be emailing these back I should be I should have gone and done that photo shoot yesterday that I turned down I should have done this and that that pressure like is going to weigh on weigh on you significantly and I mean it you know it it weighs on me and I'm sure a lot of other self-employed people listening will feel the same like it's it's really difficult um and it's when you as you say when when your name's on the door you kind of want to be like I want to make it as good as I possibly can but often that's at the sacrifice of actually taking taking some time out to actually live your own life yeah and I think that's that's it's a really it's a really difficult thing to do and it's a really fine line um for a lot of people so that's that's interesting that it's taken you so long to do it and I guess there's probably that negative there as well though because you and Bethany do do work and stuff. Do you do you find you guys end up like talking about work when you're just you know when you're out when you're out on a walk with the dog or anything like that? Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, I mean, like if we're going through like a busy period, um, obviously, like our work is quite up and down. Um, so we'll say like quite seasonal still. Right. Um, so yeah, I mean, if we if we've got a lot of different projects on at the same time you know we'll be like okay let's go for the go for a dog walk and we'll just get some fresh air and then start again but actually like the whole dog walk we're talking about <laughs> yeah. work, and then we get back to the house and we're like we didn't actually chill out then yeah but um we've actually banned um work now on dog walks oh really that's not yeah i was gonna say yeah. have you put a limitation in we're like right we're not gonna discuss this we're not gonna do that yeah we've completely banned it so it's great <laughs> you just gotta put put things in like that and it's like right as soon as you leave this front door, stop talking about work. <laughs> I think but it's good to do that. And I, I mean, there's a lot of talk about it at the moment with being on lockdown and stuff, but like kind of compartmentalizing your kind of day a little bit, but you kind of got to do that, you know, with, with this kind of, in, this kind of job, because yeah, you, you can kind of sit back and go, right, this, this, this time of the day is dedicated to this. And this time of the day is dedicated to this, especially if, you know, I guess your job's not finished when you've, when you come off location and you finish shooting, is it? You've probably got yeah. you know, a certain time frame where you've got to hand in the edit or the pictures and stuff. So you get yeah. X amount of days and you're, you're probably sitting at home editing. So it's, it's the same thing. It's not like you've got, you know, you might have an office in your house, but it's still in your house, you know? Yeah. So yeah. It's, it's super difficult to differentiate between, yeah, like when are we at work and when are we not at work? Yeah. Because we don't have like... We, we, you know, we don't have like set hours and stuff like that. 
Yeah. So, exactly. you know, Beth, Bethany likes working in the morning. I prefer working in the evening. Oh, really? <laughs> well, so, yeah, you know, if we're busy, we just try and make a structure. Yeah. And then, if, you know, if we're not so busy, it's, it doesn't really matter too much. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and, and, like, in terms of your, your kind of clients and stuff you do, you've kind of very much kept, like, stayed, well, pardon me for saying, but, like, you, you've kind of stayed in your lane quite a lot, haven't you? Um, yeah, definitely, like you, yeah. you definitely stuck with that kind of outdoor active sort of you've, you've strayed away from water sports but that that kind of vibe was that is that a deliberate thing or or is that just the way the way that it's happened um that's definitely deliberate um because that's what that's what I enjoy doing yeah you know um I, I mean, I started, I got into photography and the first thing that I was photographing was my friend's windsurfing. Yeah. You know, and that was, that was why I loved it. Yeah. And it was like the sort of like, you know, the adrenaline of photographing windsurfing and then like the adventure part of it and the trips, you know. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we, we, in the early days when I said, you know, we, I used to say yes to everything. You know, we'd go up to like London and film like a conference in like this random room, you yeah. know, and be like, "What? Why are we doing this?" Yeah, because you know? it's like it's not why we started it, you know. No. It's not. So yeah, I mean, it's very much um, you know outdoor adventure, lifestyle, sports. It's what we love doing. That's where our passion is, and you know. That's where that's the way it always it always ends up shining through in your work if you've got an interest for it, doesn't it as well yeah um like you know you you guys have done a lot of work for um for like red red paddle haven't you yeah yeah so they're, they're those are people that don't know that's they're like the the they're the biggest inflatable paddleboard company in the world aren't they yeah so they they're they're like kind of the kind of almost like the pioneers of inflatable paddleboards really um and they do that but do you guys, I don't know whether this is before or after you guys, because you guys pretty much do their like yearly shoot and stuff, don't you? But like you and Bethany did this, like, what did you do? You did some like adventure where you guys like paddled around the Greek islands for a couple of weeks or something. Was that, was that in line with like a job with them or did you guys just do that for fun? No, that was just for fun, really. I see. Um, so yeah, just um, actually, um, so we were filming a, uh, like a yacht uh, flotilla in Greece. Okay. Um, so where the, where the, like, the guests go out on a, a yacht for like a week, like do some island hopping and stuff like that. Yeah. And just randomly, I was like, this would be great on a paddleboard. Yeah. Because you know? as you know, it's like, it's the sea, isn't it? So there's no, not, not really much tide. It's quite calm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so well, it's, quite, it's quite safe. Yeah. There's no current um, or anything, is there? You know, you're pretty, yeah. pretty chill. Yeah. And I said, like, this would be epic on a paddleboard. Like, take take a tent. You could sleep on the beaches, you know. And then I think the next year, um, so Red, we um, put the idea to Red, um, and they kindly like gave us the boards oh, cool. to use. Um, but it wasn't like a work trip or anything like that. Um, it was literally like you know a little little holiday basically. And then yeah, we we flew in with the boards and. Um, got a taxi to like the local town left gas and then just pump them up um put all our stuff on and off we went like literally not really knowing what was going to happen um 
but it was it was like the best thing that we'd ever done it was awesome really? yeah it was awesome and like you know just you, you you get into it like after a day and all of a sudden you know like you forget about everything else you're camping on like tiny little beach that no one can get to unless they've got a boat yeah or yeah, a paddleboard yeah. <laughs> um like right next to this the water's edge and it's just awesome then you like obviously like we knew the area quite well because we worked on the island yeah um, so we knew like kind of where we were going and um yeah it's just it was epic but it was definitely good getting back onto a mattress after two I'm weeks bet, mate, <laughs> what did you yeah i had really sore back yeah did you just sleep on the beaches or did you sleep on your boards we slept like um so we took a tent and like we didn't even have a sleeping bag we literally had like a sarong you know like a yeah 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 like a little because it was so hot yeah because yeah, it was so hot we were like we don't want to take too much stuff so we literally just slept in a tent and then we ended up buying like these little five-year-o lilos to sleep on because okay. it was so yeah, uncomfortable yeah. <laughs> but um classic you know you wake up and it's deflated yeah, so you yeah, probably yeah. spent like half the night on the stones anyway or the beach. yeah all the beaches all the beaches around there they're not they're not like lovely beautiful sand are they they're pretty like yeah. they're pretty stony beaches yeah yeah but it's kind of cool man yeah it's I'd, um we keep chatting about doing another one and it's like why don't we just go and do the same thing like yeah. in the same place but did you guys did you guys like did you document it did you make a video of it or did you just take like photos along the way kind of thing yeah yeah we um we made a little video just for fun um like used it as um sort of a portfolio piece nice um yeah and did did all the photography and stuff like that yeah but um it was all like it was all chilled and just um you know it wasn't work there was no brief and stuff yeah, like yeah, that yeah, yeah. It was so. just, you just kind of see what came out at the end kind of thing yeah yeah we just made like a sort of 60 second video and like each clip was like half a second long so it was like really quick you know like yeah yeah i like those yeah, yeah. I, bet that was, um, I bet that was so refreshing for you guys like being not not having to have a brief or anything like that but you still because you, you know at the end of the day you said you enjoy it you're still enjoying that side of the job without having to without having the stress and the anxiety of like we've got to show this to the client next yeah. week. we've got to do this you just you yeah. know something's going to good's going to come out of it because you were on the adventure and it was sick you know yeah yeah there was no one to like please at the end exactly yeah because you guys have, you've, you've already kind of done it um but yeah. that's that's a really i mean well red red must have been pretty stoked with that as well you know um you know to get to get that kind of like exposure on that because yeah. i i don't know anyone else that's done anything like that really on the paddleboards i mean most people take a yacht don't they <laughs> <laughs> yeah maybe that was a better idea take a yacht <laughs> don't, take, don't take an inflatable paddleboard around the aisle yeah. but now that's 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 really cool so i mean that's yeah that's interesting i think i think it's really important to to do things like that, to like kind of, it sounds it's like a bad, it sounds like a bad phrase, but staying staying in your lane. But I do think it's really important, you know. And I, I do I do the same kind of thing for me, like in terms of you know social media management. I wouldn't run a social media accounts for like a a bank or anything yeah. like that because it's not it's not kind of my my sort of interest really. I you know I try and stay in that same kind of industry you're in, like that active lifestyle because. You, you do you definitely do your best work if you have an interest in it yeah definitely yeah i think it's i think it's really like yeah it's it's really really important um yeah and it always always helps if you feel like you're doing something good as well yeah 
and you can kind of like if you sort of specialize as well i feel like you can find a style you know yeah because there's so there's so many like there's so many people you know there's so many photographers and filmmakers and stuff like that and you know a lot of people just do a bit of everything yeah they don't specialize in in stuff which is which is fine but I couldn't do a bit of everything because I'd get so bored of all the stuff that wasn't adventure yeah that's it and then and then I'd be like why am I even doing this because I don't like it well and then I'd probably start resenting you know photography exactly do you find that does that does that frustrate you does that make a bit of a difference in that Obviously, you know, now more than ever, like everyone's a photographer now, aren't they? You know, everyone's got, uh, you know, the, the quality of cameras on iPhones now, like things like, you know, everyone can have a GoPro these days. Like I don't confess to be a photographer at all, but I go out with my GoPro and I'll do a time lapse. I'll do all this stuff. And I get like amazing footage just with a GoPro and I don't have to do anything. It does it all for me. Does that for you, who's like put all this time into the craft and things, does that frustrate you or does it more like excite you because you know where the technology is? Yeah, uh, it doesn't frustrate me. Um, uh, it's difficult. I guess it would, it probably like, it, it pushes me more and it motivates me to think of new stuff. That's good. Um, you know, and it, you know you also get inspired you know we get inspiration from other photographers and filmmakers and stuff like that so you know it's it's good in a way because it, it feels like it's too easy to get in a, like a little comfort zone yeah and just plod along you know work with the same clients produce the same stuff but then suddenly you're like like these guys are doing that that's quite cool they're actually you know stepping it up you know we need to push ourselves we need yeah. to stay ahead of that and things like that and it just like keeps you going otherwise you just stay in like a rut and you know yeah well that that's important as well like you always you know I guess for for you guys as well it's even though it may bring a bit of anxiety and stuff like just a little bit of pressure and a little bit of that is, yeah. is good you need it you know you need to feel yeah. like you need to feel like you're going out and you know going and doing like Lewis Hamilton and stuff. I'm sure if you asked you now, you'd probably have go, well, it, all that pressure and stuff, it was worth it. Because Yeah, exactly. Because like the, the shoot after that, you know, because that was so like intense and like high pressure. The shoot after that was like, it's, it's going to be easy. Yeah, you know? exactly. <laughs> You're like, yeah, fine. And now, now I suppose if they, if they came back and said, oh, you know, we want you to do another shoot with Lewis or we want you to do a shoot with another f1 driver or a few couple of footballers or something you'd be a lot more prepped and you'd be like rather than being a bit nervous and going off fuck all yeah this, you'd be more pumped and you'd be like yeah let's do it you know yeah i'm gonna nail this yeah my get yeah you might be able to retire after this one mate <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah no, no, it's good it, it is good um I, I like to be like pushed a little bit yeah you know? yeah i think you need everyone everyone needs a little bit of that like like pressure and stuff like I read I can't remember I read it or something like that it was um like Gwyneth Paltrow the actress and she said she said something and she was like I know she you know she's a bit weird and she does stuff but she said this one thing where she was like no no human should ever have it as like easy as like her and all these actors and all this because no human should have it where everything's just a yes where you know you should always have to wait in line for something 
should never just be like, oh, yeah, in you go. There should always be a little bit of adversity in everything. Otherwise, yeah. you just end up turning into a big like blob of just like, oh, uh, everyone's just going to part for me. Everyone's going to yeah. do it for me, you know? And I think that's when you end up, that's when like, especially like, you know, mental health wise, I think it just goes completely downhill. Like I, I certainly as well, like I, I, I maybe get a little bit bummed initially, but then I'm like, no, I'm going to, I'm going to prove these people wrong or I'm going to, you know, these people said no to me and I'm going to make them regret that or, you know, yeah. so it's, it, there's definitely a trade-off, isn't there, of like being being super like bummed out if you you know say you didn't get a project or you did it but it wasn't as good as you wanted it to be. There's a trade-off of going well next time. I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking do it better. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's just it's just getting getting to that mindset that's quite difficult, I think. Um, yeah, and getting that in your head of like you know, and there's there's all this stuff everywhere, isn't it? Like I'm sure you've been on shoots before, or you've you've taken photos before where you, they might have bought it or they might have taken it or they might have even said, no, we, we don't like it and stuff. You know, I'm sure no one, no one's first draft is ever going to be perfect, is it? Mm. I'm sure you've gone back the next day and gone, right, I need to reshoot this, I need to reshoot this. Um, do, you, do you like, and then, and then you do it again and again and again and you're like, oh, actually, this is, this is fine now, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. Do you, find, do you find that happens quite a lot or do you, are you usually like pretty planned out and you're like, nah, first time I've done it, this is, this is good. We're, we're going to be all right. I don't know. I mean, there's like, there's so much planning that goes into a shoot now, you know, yeah. like weeks or even months in advance. Yeah. Um, you know, what, what the brief's going to be, what the shots are going to be. And like, they, if the clients said yes to you, you know, you kind they, they've kind of put their trust in you. Yeah. You know, so you kind of feel, well, the stage we're at now, you know, we feel, you know, if they say yes, they trust they trust us. So you, you relax a little bit. Yeah. You know, and then you just work with them to come up with the, the concepts and things like that. But, um, yeah. They kind of, they kind of accept your, your vision for it, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's, that's, that's part, that's in part down to your, like, the level of your previous work, isn't it? They look at that and they go, "Yeah, well, this this guy knows his, these guys know their shit," you know. So let's yeah. let's let's bring them on in the first place. So I guess that's pretty. That's the best bit, really, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's good. Um, so, kind of cl- closing up, then um, you know, dream dream client. You could work for anyone. Who who phones you tomorrow and says we want you to do our or whatever. Obviously, this isn't counting lockdown. This is if the world is normal again. Who, who, who would you love? Who, who would you love to work work for? Work with? Um, don't know. It's a really tricky question. That it's more like I think for 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 us at the moment, I love doing um, documentaries. Oh, cool! You know, and like storytelling. Um, about like interesting people and their stories and stuff like that. So uh, I don't know. Have you done, have you done many of those before? Um, We've done, yeah, we've done a few. Yeah. We've done like a couple of like personal projects. Nice. um, And then a a few for clients. So we did like a documentary on the ski patrol team in the Alps. Yeah. 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 The the rescue um, patrol guys. Yeah. 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 So that was all just like off our own back because we wanted to, we wanted to do it basically and like tell a little story. Um, and it was also like a bit educational because people, a lot of people didn't really know what they did. Yeah. 
like on a day-to-day basis, like setting off the avalanches and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know, like any any client really that would that wants to, you know, <laughs> make a documentary about. <laughs> that's cool. Why why do you think? Do you think that's just a natural progression? So I'm I'm going back into question mode here, but that's interesting. Yeah. Why why is that? Do do you think like because obviously I guess the ones you do a lot of the shoots and stuff they're perhaps a little bit more like obviously there's models and there's you know there's people on screen but it's a bit more maybe product orientated do you think yeah that's why you want to go into actually trying to tell a bit of a narrative a bit more or is it just because the people are really interesting uh, a bit of both really yeah i mean like a lot of shoots are you know um it's just kind of like selling something at the end of the day isn't it yeah of course you know, it's a t-shirt or a hat yeah or whatever yeah. But, um, you know, sometimes you just get to the point where you're like, um, I want to create some, I want to tell a story about someone that's done something amazing. Yeah, yeah. No, that's it's just, cool. it's, it's rewarding, isn't it? Absolutely. Well, it, 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 as well, I guess it takes the, it takes the pressure off to a certain extent of you doing a good job and, and that whole like anxiety of we've really got to deliver because it's like, well, the, the story's already there. All I've got to do is find a good way of telling it rather than. Yeah how are we going to make this product look really good so people buy it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I guess that must be a much a much nicer and a much more fulfilling way of, of doing a project, I suppose. You must get, well, for sure, you, you said it, but, like, you must get so much more out of it. Like, you know, you get to know all these guys. Like, I haven't actually watched the, um, the one on the French Rescuers. So I have to check it out. But I remember you guys advertising it and stuff. But <laughs> yeah. that must have been, you know, that must have been way cooler than filming a, a Land Rover or not that was probably cool as well but do you know what I mean yeah yeah no it's cool just like you know seeing their their passion for their job yeah you know, and the sort of things that that they have to go through on a day-to-day basis I mean you know they've got like like kids and wives and stuff and then they're getting up the mountain at six o'clock in the morning throwing dynamite from their hand that's you know. So, mate, just to, to set off an avalanche so that it doesn't hit the skiers. Yeah, yeah. In the day and like, you know, I mean, they're going. F- I mean, that must be pretty intense. <laughs> it's like it's like, well, it's maybe not like it, but it's you know, it's like family saying bye to the man going off to fucking war or something, isn't it? You know, they're like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, ho- hopefully we see you this evening. Hopefully you don't fall down the mountain. You know. Yeah. That must I mean, be. they love it. They they literally, you know, they're like born and born and bred in the mountains, and yeah. Well, I think yeah, to, they to live for it. To do a job like that, I guess you've you've got to be brought up in it to a certain extent, and you've got to, you know, you've got to really want to do it. I think like there's got to be yeah. a, there's a certain got to be a certain level of like not unhinged, but you've got to like you got to be <laughs> pretty, you've got to be pretty pumped to go and like blow up mountains, you know. Yeah. While you're standing on them. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's it. Uh plug it, mate. Where can we where can we find that? Where can we find that clip? Where can we find uh, I think it's on the I think it's on Global Shots Vimeo channel. Nice. Yeah, so it's called um Beyond the Pistes. Beyond the Peace. And you just search yeah. Global Shots. Probably just yeah. search Global Shots in Google and then find your Vimeo channel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It should all come up. Yeah. Uh, Vimeo.com forward slash global shots. Nice on the piece i think it's like a 12 12 minute piece oh sick yeah so it's our longest our longest piece but yeah it's cool <laughs> that's sick mate and then any um any any projects in the pipeline or how 
I, I can't be asked to talk about it because it's everywhere and all everyone talks about it. Yeah. I guess are you you've kind of been stopped dead in your tracks a little bit at the moment. Um, yeah, we had we had like a full like April May, but it's all been um, postponed oh. slash cancelled. So yeah, just um, just going with the flow, see what happens. But yeah, you're not too you're not too anxious about it. Are you are you kind of just taking it in your stride or? Uh, yeah, I mean there's there's nothing that we can do about it. Yeah. So there's no point, you know, just figured there's no point getting wound up or. Yeah, I think that's you know, just take take the time to. I'm actually le- learning to look after bees. <laughs> oh, sick! Yeah, I, um, I've just like been reading books and watching videos and stuff about beekeeping. So oh, nice. Hopefully, um, next year I might bring you around a pot of honey. <laughs> yeah. Have you got Have you got a hive in the garden and stuff? Then have you? No, not yet. I don't really have um, the sort of garden to keep bees at the moment. Oh, really? But maybe one day, you never know. Yeah, mate, you'll have to come over. I mean, the uh, West Wittering Estate, where I live, they they keep, like, shitloads of bees. Yeah. They gave me a few... Last year, I got really bad hay fever, and they gave me a few jars of their honey as well. And it, like... Do you know they say the local honey, it stops your hay fever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's supposed to be good for that, isn't it? Yeah, yeah they gave me... <laughs> yeah, well, literally, I'm sitting there just spooning out the jar. <laughs> um, but, yeah, they they gave me it. But they do they do loads of beekeeping. Like, um, Max, the guy I know, who he's the... The manager of West Wearing Estate, he's super into it. Like he, yeah. he loves it. He's got. I think it's really therapeutic. It's a really nice way of spending your time. Apparently, yeah, definitely, yeah, yeah, definitely looks therapeutic. I think you've got you've got the right attitude about it. You know, I've I've tried to adopt that attitude as well. Of like, there li- there's nothing any of us can do about it. Like, you know, it it sucks. Like, you know, we've all lost. Everyone's lost something out of it. Um, yeah, you know. I'd rather lose work than a family member, to be honest. So I mean, yeah, exactly. You know, I think it's it's best to just take it take it in our stride, and it's it's not going to be forever, you know. Um, yeah. And if you, it's can, a good time to it's a, it's a good time to tick off that to do list that never ends. I think so, mate. Yeah, you know, even but you know, I've said it in in like I did a couple of podcasts about it. Like I did one about productivity and stuff, and like shouldn't feel any pressure to, but even just like reading a book and stuff, just you know, read a book or. Mate, even even if it's a PlayStation game you bought you got at Christmas and you haven't had a chance to play yet, like just yeah, it, it doesn't it doesn't have to necessarily be like something super productive or work based. Just just chill out and just try and enjoy it and yeah, spend like I've got you know I've got a couple couple of friends that have just had a baby as well and stuff. And part half of me was like, oh shit, they've just had a baby. That's probably going to be really stressful. But at the same time, it's like it's probably also really good because they're both at home looking after the baby. They don't have yeah. to. You know they don't they don't have to go and be at work and it might be stressful they might not necessarily have as much money coming in but you know this this time they'll probably look back on in a few years and be like oh that that made it a lot easier you know yeah yeah so yeah no I think I think it's a it's a nice way of looking at it I think we've just got to weather the storm and it's it's more of a pause button than a than a full stop isn't it you know yeah yeah hopefully <laughs> yeah well yeah I'm, this is me like crossing my fingers mate this is me. Yeah. <laughs> Saying what I want as well. Um, but yeah, nice guys. Um, yeah, Jay, I think I think we'll leave it there. Um, yeah, thank you for giving us a bit of an insight into um, into what you do. I think it's super interesting. I think, you know, certainly like myself and all the other guys in VAS, um, you know, it's obviously going to be really interesting to see, see where you went. I mean, you know, you see all this stuff. Obviously, we all see what everyone's doing on social media all the time, but you don't necessarily get, um, get a kind of full picture of it. 
um, so yeah, it's really really interesting to get it um, a little bit more. So thank thank you for coming on, mate. Thank you for coming on. Yeah, thank, thank you for, thank you for telling thanks me. For me. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me on, mate. No, no worries. Um, yeah, guys, uh, stay safe, stay inside. Um, hope you're all good, and stay tuned for the next episode on Monday. Thank you.